Hap day, hap day, hap day. We're so tired. <laughs> we're over there, huh? We, we trying to get over the hump, Amanda. We trying to get over the hump. Y'all have to understand, Jeremiah and I have been on the move, rolling, well, not dolo, but rolling together from state to state. We've been in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes. We've been in Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. And uh, now we in Washington, D.C. In the district. In the district and uh, working, talking to people, doing dope stuff, mm-hmm. and not really getting enough sleep. <laughs> That's really what it boils down to. We're not really getting enough sleep. Right. Um, but nonetheless, always making time to be here with y'all. For the people. Of the people. Amanda Seals show. So if you haven't noticed, I'm Amanda Seals. That right there is. Jeremiah, I like the Bible. And we've got uh, some Black Hurt news. We've always got Black Hurt news because there's always news to let y'all know about. Today in particular, though, I really want y'all to pay attention because there's a lot. We have a lot mm-hmm. to talk about today. Show, guys. Yes. Full show. Um, but to start off... We're going to talk about a movement calling for governors to ban all guns that's starting at the Colorado Capitol. Yes. You know, they're trying to get those guns bought back. Well, it's the white the white women. Yeah, the white. We talked about them a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, no. So I think it's, you know, it's worthy of note. Yes. Plus, yo, yo peeps, the Hollywood actors, actors, they move into a strike. They... Oh, <laughs> that's what they're saying. <laughs> Listen, we've been working so hard, I haven't been paying attention. Nobody's been keeping me up to date. All right, well, let, let's keep me up to date. Plus, you know, so much crazy stuff going on. We're going to play a little fun game in a group chat. A fun game of one got to go. And when you see the choices, Amanda, you're going to be like, hmm, it's, it's go, it's go put you in a bond, in a pickle. In a pickle. Plus, we got 60 second headlines coming up this hour. Okay, well, I can't make any promises that all of this is going to happen because <laughs> okay. I feel like there's a lot of stuff here. It is a lot. It's a lot. So, uh, but nonetheless, stick around to find out. Uh, it's your girl, Amanda Seals, and Jeremiah Like the Bible. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere. Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here with uh, Jeremiah like the Bible and uh, it's it's hump day. It's halfway through the week and we got a lot of news to get you on to get you into. So let's get into some black Earth news. All right. Let's start off with the demonstrators who came from across the country and began gathering Monday outside the Colorado Capitol as a part of a sit-in protest calling Governor Jared Polis to ban all guns in Move that governor and supporters alike to agree that it's unconstitutional, essentially, to have all these guns going on. So roughly 2,000 people were brought across the Capitol line in their blankets. 2,000 people is a lot of people. A lot of people on the Capitol line. Yes. (laughs) And many carried signs calling for policy, the governor, and policymakers to, quote unquote, choose kids over guns and, quote unquote, save a second grader and repeal the Second Amendment. Save a second grader and repeal the Second Amendment. Yeah. Marketing, baby. <laughs> That's what's going to take. We love a good sign. We good love a good sign. I mean, listen, so this whole thing was uh, put together by some some dope ladies on the internets that I know mm. of who, remember, I don't know if you ever saw those videos where the white women were all at dinner. No. And uh, basically like at these dinners and being asked about like being racist. And mm. there oh, was a, I have seen There was a particular <laughs> video that went viral <laughs> Where this one lady was like, just because I dated black men, everyone was like, okay. 
Wow. So long story short, those are the women who put this together. And uh, yeah, because they're very, but they're very bad about it. And their whole thing was like, listen, these white women are out here benefiting from privilege, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that one of their privileges is that when they protest, their bodies are protected by and large. Yes, yes, yes. So they were like, no, you all are the ones who need to put your bodies out there on the front line. Your children are now caught up in all this gun violence, et cetera. So this is a personal problem for you as well. And I think when people were really just being like, look at all the shooting in Chicago, they weren't thinking that way. They weren't at all. And so now that it's so prevalent, it's like, okay, well, how do we attack this problem in a real way? And apparently they felt like this guy, Governor Jared Polis in Colorado, still has a heart. You know, a lot of these governors look on the heart. A lot of them have a lot of a lot of stuff. Brains, heart. Governor Abbott, you know. They gotta go to see the wigs. Yeah. <laughs> they gotta go see the wigs. Follow the yellow brick road, but really they're just following the green Zalas. Right. That's really what they're on. So I thought this was a very ingenious idea. I did my part to um, promote this mm-hmm. and to help spread the word. And I was really happy to see a lot of my followers who uh, consider themselves uh, women who happen to be white packing up and going on out there. We have to fight. We have to challenge. And there's so many different things that have to be fought and challenged right now. Right. That it's like, we got to, we got to spread that. We got to spread the responsibilities, the man. Divide and conquer on all of them. So the group, like I said, they, um, they're urging the governors to sign an executive order to ban all guns, and implement a statewide buyback program. Yes. And in their letter to the governor, they noted that guns are the number one killer of children and teens in the United Bonkers. States. I'm going to say it again. The number one killer of children and teens in the U.S., is guns, and that 17,500 people have died from gun violence in the first 150 days of 2023. How many? 17,500 people have died from gun violence in the first 150 days of 2023, according to the Gun Violence Archive. Does that feel normal to y'all? That does not feel normal. That feels crazy to me. And then Colorado's gun deaths are 13% higher than the national average. Oh. So... It's really a state of emergency for Colorado. It really is. And I think that's the really bottom line of it. It's like, okay, the math is mathing. Your people are dying. Mm-hmm. You need to do something. Because clearly it's not a matter of just guns don't shoot people. People do. It's like, we'll stop people from shooting people. Right, then. right, right. How about that? What are your thoughts? one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. What do you think about this whole like idea of like the white women particularly being the ones mm-hmm. called to action here? Let me know your thoughts. one 855 amanda 8 That's one 855 When we get back, we got more Black Green News for you. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. Now, we were just talking last break. Our first story of Black Great News about over 2,000 white women converged on Denver, Colorado. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that I am sitting across from Jeremiah and he will not look me in the eye. Like, I don't know if we're just so close to each other. Is so, it? I didn't even notice it. Maybe that's what it is. So, like, I'm, like, trying to talk to Jeremiah and, like, I'm literally, <laughs> like, looking at the top of his head. And I'm just like, why is this man putting me through this? Okay. Well, I'm not going to look at you now. Uh, <laughs> you, you lost it. So... There are there was like 2000 white women that converged on Denver, Colorado for the sake of fighting for gun violence laws, Mm. for gun for gun control laws. Mm. And Red Polis, the governor of Colorado, to do a gun buyback program and also ban all guns, all guns, ban all guns, oh, all guns in general. Yes. That surprises me because Colorado is like. You know, the range. Right. Home, I, home on the range. Before we get into this, I want to also repeat this statistic for people who missed it in the last break. Okay. That 
In case y'all didn't know, the number one killer of in teens in the United States is gun violence. It's guns. And plus, 17,500 people died from gun violence in the first 150 days of 2023. I can't even wrap my head around that. That's like Jurassic Park to me. Like, it's just like, I can't wrap my head around it. It makes no sense. That's why they say it again. Cause I'm like, they probably missed it that first time. They, and they're like, they, okay, ban our guns. Wow, that's crazy. This is why we got the. And you said the Colorado's. Oh, yes. Colorado is um, gun death rate is 13% higher than the national average. That's why the ladies on that line. Listen. On the front line. Ashley C, Madison, Maddie for short. They were all out there. But we were like, you know, what are some other uh, causes? Is mm-hmm. that we need to get like a specific like white lady army out there to to represent for. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think we got to get them on the front lines for um, black women's maternal um, fatality. I just said it right before. Maternity mortality. Mortality. Because as we know, black women have a higher risk of dying during childbirth than any other group. So, you know, if you're a white lady at the hospital and you see um, Tina... Two rooms down, but like, I'm good, Doc. I'm good. Please check on Tina. Check on Miss Tina. Check on Miss Tina. Because I'm sure you are ignoring her <laughs> red flag. Absolutely. And you're not giving her the proper things for her pain. You probably think like she's not in pain. She's a black woman. Absolutely. So advocate. If you if you're a white nurse, white medical professional, you know, be on the front line. Yes. Be extra diligent. And be extra communicative mm-hmm. to your other coworkers mm-hmm. whom share the same privilege mm-hmm. and let them know don't don't believe the hype. Black women are not right. uh, physically <laughs> unable to feel pain. Read an updated book. <laughs> I think that white women should be on the front lines for um, the misuse of their image in Juneteenth. <laughs> in, in Juneteenth advertisements. Yes. I think they should be out there like, don't use my likeness. <laughs> don't use my likeness. This is whiteness. And it doesn't belong to Juneteenth. I, I, they would come up with a better... I don't know. That sounded about what it <laughs> Even the rhythm was like, this sounds like, you know, a white version of a, of a, a protest anthem. You know what? This is probably the only example I can come up with uh, in recent history where whiteness was like thoughtfully used for mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I think too, because now gun violence is an epidemic across the, the nation. Spectrum, yeah. Right, not just in black communities, not just... Chicago! In, right, it's like everywhere. It's in it's in Catholic schools in Tennessee. It's like, yeah. oh, the places that these things don't happen, they're happening. They're happening. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think this was a really interesting method of, like, approach for mm. a, a uh, radical movement. Mm. And I th- we're going to see more. We are. We're going to see more. It's, uh, do y'all we know what's to. happening? This yeah. is a really good time to read John Lewis's memoir, Walking with the Wind. And when you read it, you're going to be like, oh, wow, this all sounds really, really familiar because we're in deja vu. We're in deja vu. Um, when we get back, speaking of movements, <laughs> we got to talk about the actors. The actors, your friends in Hollywood. Well, we've been talking about the writer's strike for quite a bit, but yeah. now we got to we gotta find out what's going on with the actors because That's apparently right. we about to strike too. That's what they saying. That's Ooh, what they saying. We're going to get into it when we get back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. With Jeremiah, like the Bible. Hello. We uh, we got some more black here news for you. Man, listen. So I don't know if you checked your email recently, Amanda, but <laughs> the actors that <laughs> are not. represented by SAG-AFTRA, 
Voted to authorize a strike if the major studio, streamers, and production companies don't meet their, de their demands by a new contract by June 30th, which is fast approaching. That's in the month. The authorization was approved by an overwhelming margin. Nearly 98,65,000 members who casted their votes voted in favor of the strike. I voted <laughs> in favor. So ultimately, if the actors unions move forward with the strike, it will be limited to television and film productions. But news and broadcast work wouldn't be affected by this. It's like a separate. I'm kind of everybody going to really be calling themselves a journalist now. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. <laughs> they get to start a bunch of journalism shows. And a lot of Apple TV. Oh, terrible. Pendants. Because you know what? I feel like the actors don't be talking. Yeah. Like yeah. people will be like, oh, like Amanda, like I love that you say so much. Love that you talk mm -hmm. so much. I'm just like, I mean, that just feels like normal to me. And then at one point I was like, why aren't my peers saying more? But it's also like a lot of the folks don't even, even do interviews. That's true. People are out of the interview game. People are out of the interview game. They're like, I don't want to get canceled. I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I'm just like, do you not have control of your mouth? But then I'm like, yeah, you really more than likely don't because you're used to saying someone else's words. Right, right, right. Or they know they like deeply problematic. It's like, <laughs> I got to keep it under wraps. I got to keep that under wraps. But I'm happy to hear this. Like, you know, we've been talking about the Writers Guild striking. Yes. And I think artists in general always get the short end of the stick. So I'm happy to see all of them kind of separately coming together. Like, you know what? We holding our ground. Well, the other part of it, too, is that, like, when change happens, everything mm -hmm. needs to change, right? right so right. inflation has really taken root. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that all the people who are, like, charging for things make money. But then mm -hmm. the people who are, like, laboring don't make any <laughs> right, higher salaries. Right, right. Like, how does that work? So some of the things they have at stake are increased pace uh, compensation, which actors say have been undercut by inflation and the streaming ecosystem. The threat of unregulated use of A.I., and benefit plans and the burden of the burden of self taped auditions, the cost of which used to be the responsibility of casting and production. So let me just put that into perspective for y'all. Yeah, because I've heard I heard a little bit about this, but you're the expert. So I'm not even sure when this like self taping thing started. It was not COVID. So no, oh, it's not? Okay. no, no, no. Right. Self taping is something that has become like a very rare. I mean, a very common thing. Mm -hmm. And basically you're sent your lines, you're sent the sides and then you're supposed to like tape yourself. I think it more so became common when we had phones that could tape. Yeah, yeah. Before you would have to go into the agency or you'd have to go into a casting office. Okay. They have a tape. You audition <laughs> for them and then they have to do the sorting of that and everything. Now, though, you're expected to tape yourself. A lot of times they have like specific, you know, OK, we want you to be against a white wall or et cetera, et cetera. But the hardest part of it. Is it like, who's reading the other lines? Yeah, I've heard that. It's like, y'all want us to have a whole set in our house? Listen. Where a crew is ready to go at so any now, time So now it's, now it's me and my mom, <laughs> you know, and my mom is like reading the lines over FaceTime. Like, because I can't ask Devon to read the lines because it's just going to be, I mean, who is this person on the other end? So it, it really is a burden. It's not something that is like, oh, just a casual thing. Right. And it makes you wonder, why did we end up with the task? You want other people to do more work, Amanda? <sighs> like, y'all can do the work. You want the job? do my work listen <laughs> and you like over here with props like you know what I'm saying because you just feel like I got to do more I remember auditioning for something that actually it, the show never actually came to pass but like I'm I'm trying on different dresses I'm oh, with the <laughs> Shit, I was doing too much. But I, yeah, and I didn't get it. But I guess I never went to series anyway. So well, that's why they striking. Well, that's why well, we striking. are possibly going to strike. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it because that base pay, it's very basic. <laughs> Contrary to what you may think. 
Uh, but that's it for Black Hero News. That is. That's it for Black Hero News. When we get back, we got 60 Second Headlines right, right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with. Here, am I like the Bible? And you'll know what time it is. It's time for. 60 second headlines. Jeremiah, hit it. All right, first up. So Billy Porter is set to receive the Lambda Legal Liberty Award for his activism and support for the queer community. That's awesome. I mean, this is the right month to get it, right? Oh, yes, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Yay, we love Billy. All right, up next, black journalist Kristen Welker is set to replace Chuck Todd on Meet the Press. So I don't watch Meet the Press, um, but actually the original, well, not the original, but the former host of of Meet the Press, Tim Russer, Mm -hmm. was the commencement speaker at my graduation. And he passed away. This guy took over, and apparently everybody hates him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I looked at the comments, and people were just like, "Thank goodness, he's spineless." So I don't know anything about Kristen Welker, but hopefully she'll come in and turn things around. Well, everyone loves Tupac, and apparently he's getting his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I hope a rose goes from concrete Ooh. right through it. All right. And well, last but not least, Pete Davidson cursed out Peter for shaming him for not adopting a dog at a pet shop. Yeah, I get that. Because why are you adopting dogs? Uh, well, why are you not adopting dogs? Like, why why are we still paying billions and jillions? Like, cut it out. You know, there's no, like, money fueling a trade. The trade no longer has value. So you can check out me and my rescue, Jordy, in an ad for PETA in this month's Essence magazine with Jalen Hurts on the cover. And we're looking great. Ruff, ruff. That's the second headline. We got more of the Amanda Seal Show next up. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. To keep on rocking right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Uh, we're up, we're up, we're up. And we are moving and grooving. How you doing? Moving and grooving. Dancing. Mm. Are you dancing, literally dancing, tap dancing in your... Dancing. In your uh, dun, dun, dun. Are those... Ni- are those... These are Air Maxes? Yeah. Yeah, those are 97s. Okay. You like, you like the shoes? We love a 97. We love an Air Max 97. Thank you. 95s are my fave, but we love an Air Max 97. Um, I actually looked down and I thought they were Crocs because you love a Croc. I do love a Croc because it's just easy to actually slip on your foot. My favorite part off. of Crocs though is how people be like when they put the strap back, they're like, oh, it's in turbo oh. mode. What do they call it? Uh, sports mode. Sports mode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, when you walk in your dog though, you need them in sports mode because them dogs, they'll take off on you. you like, wait, hold up. I just love that black people are clever enough <laughs> to just even come up with that. Uh, so today is June 7th and it, it is. is actually global running day. Oh. So that's why you know, you may need your Crocs in sports mode That's for right. today. That's right. It's also National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Why mm. that would require a day, I don't know. But, you know, I'm a fan. I'm not really a fan of chocolate ice cream. Really? Yeah. I'm not a fan of chocolate. I'm literally a fan of everything else chocolate. And I love chocolate ice cream. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, what do we got to say about Black Current News? Well, we have to talk about the unfortunate incident that happened out of Ocala, Florida. There's a black mother who was fatally shot through a front door by a white neighbor. Sound familiar? Who has yet to be arrested. Let's talk about it. Well, we will talk about it 
coming up this hour. Plus, Young Thug's brother, Oom Funk, I think I said that right, Oom Funk, gets a nine-year prison sentence. Damn! Nine years. And you will find out why later in the show. Plus, we got your big up let down, Amanda. All that going down, man. Plus, we got a new episode of Small Doses. They premiere every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. And we got side effects of respect. It's a solo episode. And I'm just giving my two cents about what it really means, you know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And you can actually watch the episode tomorrow when it premieres on YouTube with Amanda Seals TV at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, all right. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast wherever you get your podcast. Same place where you listen to my other podcast, Small Doses. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Y'all, it's the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, what are we doing? We got Black Red News to talk about, and I can't stand this story. It is unbelievably just disgusting, and I am dismayed. It's we have to get into this, okay? So, GK Owens, a black mother of four, Ajika, Ajika, thank you for that. Ajika Owens, a black mother of four children who ages three to 12, lost her life when she was gunned down by a white woman. And the story, I'm gonna go to the full, the full Please. story so you guys know. So according to her attorneys in the, uh, for the Owens family, the mother and her kids, they were out in the field, you know, playing. And a 58-year-old year white woman approached the family and called them racial slurs and told them to get off to her land. Upon them leaving, they re- the children realized they had left their iPad and the woman actually took the iPad. So when they attempted to get it back, the woman threw it at one of the kids breaking the screen. And then Miss Owens across the street was to speak to the woman. And when she knocked on the door, the neighbor allegedly shot her through the closed front door. Now the alleged shooter and the neighbor... A white woman was not arrested and has not been brought up on charges. No charges have been filed. Um, currently, Ben Crump is leading the family's case. So there's been a lot of talk about this around the community, Amanda, because... It is crazy because, you know, by the way, her actual identity was not released immediately. The shooter. Um, the shooter mm-hmm. But it has since been, been released. And I think we really need to understand, though, that Ocala, Florida in particular is very racist. The shooter is Susan Lawrence. Mm-hmm. That's a 58-year-old white woman. She lived there in the same apartment complex with Ajika. Mm-hmm. And she has had several complaints about her not only being rude, nasty, threatening, but also saying hate, using hate language. Mm-hmm. Nothing has happened because it's Ocala, Florida. Right. So I see people saying things like, oh, I wish she had called the police. And I don't know why you all seem to think that the police are friendly for <laughs> black people. I've never understood this concept. Like, unless you actually know a police officer mm-hmm. in that precinct or you actually are in like such a dire, stressful mm-hmm. situation. Why would you think that this woman who's literally calling your children the N word, who's already mm-hmm. assaulted the children. Okay. Is going to be the one who's looked at as the problem right, when right. the white police of Ocala come. That's just not it. Mm-hmm. And here we go where the police have still not arrested her. And so now we all need to continue to raise our voices and raise hell in order to make sure that this actually does not get swept under the rug. Because now the sheriff is trying to come up with some BS story that like, oh, Ajika was banging on the windows and banging on the doors and banging on the room of the house. And so that's why, I mean, the apartment, and that's why the woman felt threatened. I don't understand how anyone feels threatened when a door's like right, closed. Right, right, And there's a child out there mm-hmm. with the woman. So this is a very scary story because it really continues the precedent, particularly in Florida, that you can just kill people, particularly black people, and use the stand your ground law 
and nothing is going to happen to you. For those of you who don't know what the stand your ground law is, it's basically this law that says that if you feel threatened, you can kill somebody and it's considered self-defense. Right. So that's the law that they use for George Zimmerman. However, we all remember that George Zimmerman walked up on. Was the aggressor. And was the one who was armed. Right, right. I mean, I think to your point, this is one of those cases where the community has to rally to kind yes. of make this happen. Like we, we saw that with like the Amar Aubrey. No, it's not even kind of. It That's what the community has to, well, yeah, to right, make it right. happen. We saw with the, with the Amar Aubrey case where it was the community that brought it up. Yes. Enough where we actually got shot. Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. So it's another case where we have to do the work of, yeah. of the government, of the public officials who won't do the work. Well, basically, we're, we're doing work that they don't even have to do, mm-hmm. right? Because really, on a basic note, it should just be, oh, you shot somebody through a door? You're going to jail. You're going to jail. Like, mm-hmm. that should just be the basic math. I'm so saddened by this story. Ajika Owens, uh, she leaves behind four children. And apparently her mother... Uh, is going to now take the children in. She is, you know, having to change her life, et cetera. It's just, it's really incredibly sad and incredibly indicative of how Florida really is not a safe place for black people. And the NAACP have been saying it and we need to heed the warning. It's time to get out of Florida, y'all. And for those of you who want to stay in Florida, good luck. Cause I see a lot of black folks saying like, Florida is, we love Florida. Stay. Cause baby, they coming for you next. Hit me up, one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 262 I've posted a bit on this on my page on Instagram, Amanda Seals. Would love for you to donate to the GoFundMe for the children and uh, for their new caretakers. Because, of course, it's not just the funeral that has to get planned, but there's also, you know, the reality of what it's going to take for them to be taken care of. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, yes, y'all. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And uh, we got Jeremiah, like the Bible, over there. And we got more Black Year news for you. Yes, we're going to talk about some pop culture. So, Young Thug's brother, Oomfunk, is headed back. Oomfunk. Oomfunk. Spell it. (laughs) U-N-F-O-O-N-K. Oomfunk. I got to find out the derivative of that. Like, what (laughs) that derives from. You know, people love a good, clever name. Um, so, young little brother is sitting back behind bars after violating the probation he was placed on after taking a plea deal in the YSL. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. <laughs> so, he snitched and then ended up... Do you understand how bad that is for him? Yeah. That's very bad for Oomfunk. We let you go and then you violate the probation. Oh, it's going to get very Oomfunky in the jail. Yes, yes, yes. So, he took a plea deal back in December um, and his brother... Um, Young Thug is still behind bars. When he was released and credited for the two years he served, he was placed on a 10-year probation and now he's been charged with the possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Of course he was riding around with a firearm. He's out yeah. on bond. I mean, he's out on a plea deal because he's considered a snitch now. I wonder what... I mean, he has to be in protective custody. That's scary. What, um, taking a plea deal and then just like... Having to go back to jail? Yeah. Oh, dang. You're right. Going back to jail. Oh, my Lord. That wasn't smart. What? I wonder. I, 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 you know, that's. You got to take your plea deal and then you got to like move. It didn't gonna like take his plea deal and like move. To, like he went back to the burbs or something. I hope so. If that didn't, that would have been a smart, a smart move. Um, folk was still riding around with John Morant's <laughs> friends. See, that's the thing. You got to be careful like who you ride around with. 
Dang. Now, now, how John Moran get in it? John, <laughs> John Moran is trying to clean up his. John Moran is always the top of my mind because <laughs> I dated a dude in uh, like a few years after high school that just reminds me so much of John Moran. Really? It's because he lived next door to Tiger Woods, <laughs> but he was out here thugging. And I was like, how did that work? Like, you literally live with your parents next door to Tiger Woods, but you're out here like wife beat her up. And I was like, this doesn't add up. Your dad is a physician. Um, well, you know what? That sucks for him. And I just, I, I, this whole YSL thing, I, I, I continue I continue to be confounded by it. The DA said, I'm not playing with YSL. I'm not playing. Well, we have a case on me. You know about the DA. You know about the, the public officials, district attorneys and things like that, Amanda. I do because we've been shooting some stuff for a project for my special. And uh, I had to learn some government terms. Mm-hmm. Well, also just because we need to we know need these to know. things. <laughs> it was for some, a special project, but it's also just because we need to know what the DA got going on with the prosecutors, <laughs> the, the federal judges, everybody. All, all the, you know, all these people in government. And actually, we're going to be talking about people in government in our next break uh, because the Big Up Led down is coming up. That's right. And there's actually something good that was done uh, by our president. What? Yeah. Okay, let me find out, Joe. So we <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> so we're going to get into that when we get back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. If someone can com- can explain to me the YSL <laughs> court case. Like uh, a Sparks Note version? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Break yeah. it down. Like YSL's Rico case <laughs> for idiots. Break it down. I would love to hear it. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It's Wednesday. This is your boy, Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your Big Up. Let down. That's right, y'all. Let's get into it. Today's big up, big up goes to President Biden announcing that his administration has allocated $115 million to resolve Jackson, Mississippi's water crisis. Mm. So, dollars are part of a $600 million appropriations funding that was approved by Congress last year. Nah, not these people. Last year. Now, Jackson, which we all know is a majority black city, mm. it's got 150,000 residents. It's in a state of rebuilding. Its water system, of course, the white folks in Jackson, their water system, fine. Perfect. No problem. But uh, the city of Jackson, which is plagued in many ways by racism, uh, has also suffered the results of, here we are, here's an example of environmental racism. Mm. They have been the result of having no clean or safe drinking water for days uh, during its initial failure in August 2020, and they've continued to face disruptions. So the federal government has stepped in to assist the state with emergency support and technical assistance. Uh, The initial $115 million reward would immediately hit the ground in Jackson. Let's hope that Brett Favre doesn't take it first. (laughs) Today's goes to... The largest United States LGBTQ advocacy group has declared a state of emergency amid political assaults. So for the first time in uh, its 40-year history, the Human Rights Campaign, which the country's largest LGBTQ plus advocacy group, has declared a state of emergency, which I didn't even know that a, a group could particularly like mm. state, like state declare a state of emergency. But 
They're declaring a state of emergency for the queer and trans community. So the same way the NAACP declared right. a state of emergency in Florida for black folks, they're declaring a state of emergency for queer and trans community after this year's wave of discriminatory legislation. And I think we can also add that compounded on that, the amount of like outward facing um really just bold bigotry that's gone on, particularly in Pride Month. We see right. this with the Target lies about, you know, the Target mm-hmm. uh, Pride Month displays, etc. And we're seeing that this is now become even more, it's, it, people are more emboldened to speak these hatred, to speak hatred, right? So what's happening is that you're seeing all of this going on and they're saying, you know, this is going to result in violence and it's not only like verbal violence, but it's physical violence. And we know that so many people are really feeling like they can't stay in their homes because they need to move because they're dealing with states that are very outwardly saying we do not want gay people here. These drag laws were really not about drag. They weren't about protecting kids. They were really about, oh, we don't want gay people doing anything. like anything <laughs> anything so uh just so you know more than 75 anti-lgbtq plus bills were signed into law this year alone the legislation has already made everyday life very difficult for folks in republican controlled legislatures and uh i i just think that's that's crazy that we are in we're in, in our own country states of emergency are being, are being declared placed. Yes. So that is today's right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I saw some some white lady in some state uh, who was running for representative saying, you know, this whole month is about protecting, you know, people from a particular group. Well, who's going to protect us? Okay. (laughs) I have no worries for this. I was like, you know what, Heather? I'm going to need you to sit this one out. Sit it out. Give us a call, y'all. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? We up, we up, we up this Wednesday. And it's time to go to the phone lines. That's right. We love when y'all call us. Our phone lines are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. So don't say when you give you a number for you to call us. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hey, Amanda and Jeremiah like the Bible. My name is Trini from Trinidad and Tobago, and I'm a day one fan from the mm-hmm. beginning. Man, you guys are killing it in the morning. I love the island in Southern Blend. You guys are so great. You make me late for work every morning but here's the situation your intellectual intelligence and your compatibility in that aspect it's given me life so i want to wish you both major success love light peace and blessings and trini boy here in the building or people thank you thank you he said that's right i remember trini calling in like early on so he's been here he's been here thank y'all so much we love when you all call us up and show mm-hmm. us love we appreciate it you know we just being here doing our thing so he'd be late for work he i love that in. that means a lot to me you, you like in the car like nah <laughs> i gotta hear what they're gonna say they said they was gonna talk about that i gotta stick around i appreciate that that's I mean, why we had the podcast too though yes so you know if you do have to get out don't don't look don't get fired now don't get fired. not for us <laughs> no, no. do it for us so, you know, if you miss any part of the show, you got to run into the and work real quick. You can always check out the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Type in the Amanda Seal Show. It's going to pop up. Or if you want to go back and just be like, I missed them. Yeah. What Jeremiah and Amanda got to say today. You can play us. You mm-hmm. know? That's it. That easy. Wherever mm-hmm. you get your podcast. All right. Technology. When we get back, we got more backward news coming up at you. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out to everybody who's just, you know, joining us. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Thank you. Uh, What do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we got to go to Oklahoma. I don't think we've ever talked about Oklahoma on the show. What's the day we are? Because... We've definitely talked about Oklahoma on the show. Yeah? Yes, because Oklahoma... Was a place that literally said that women, that was one of the politicians say the darndest things. Oh. <laughs> they said that women having babies uh, should not get maternity leave because why do they deserve vacation? Dang. <laughs> I'm going to touch y'all off the hook, Oklahoma. But in that case, this, this strikes then. So, a school board in Oklahoma has approved an application for the first publicly funded religious charter school in the United States. Speaking of which, we got to revisit this story we talked about on Monday, Amanda, about the Utah Bible Band, because I think I, people are not getting it. People have been seeing this story around the interweb and yeah. stuff, and I don't think I don't think it's clicking in their brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know if their brain can because really... we we've been seeing and we've been hearing, and both your mind are like, oh, I we okay, we need to clarify this. Yeah, we I'm need so to tired. make this a bit clearer for folks so they're not getting it. Plus, while we're there, I'm gonna talk about the things we're doing in DC, Amanda. We're in DC, we're in the district. And it's been a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. We'll talk about that. Talk about that later in the show. We got all that coming up at you, coming up for you. All right. Mm-hmm. Also, if you haven't checked out my latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, it was dropped today. Side effects of respect. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Jeremiah, what it's really about is the fact that like people stay talking about like, you disrespected me. Mm-hmm. Or I saw like a former cop in my comments saying, telling somebody like your your response to me lacked respect. And she, I was like, why do you deserve, like, who are you? Right, right. You literally don't even have your picture. But there's this idea that like, Respect is something that is not earned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people feel like they should just get respect because they showed up. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of like a, a social constructive thing that break down to really identify like what that really means. Respect for others, respect for ourselves, respect for our relationships, etc. So check it out. Side effects of respect on Small Doses Podcast. And you can watch it tomorrow on YouTube when it premieres at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at YouTube Amanda Seals TV. We also have bonus content if you want to hear the episode without ads and with the curse right. words, then you can go to my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. All right. We got bonus content every week. All right. When we get back, we got more for you. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals, and that is Jeremiah like the Bible. And this is Blackberry News. That's right. So let's get into it. So a school board in Oklahoma has approved an application for a Catholic virtual charter school, a decision that would create the first publicly funded religious charter school in the nation, despite concerns over the plan's constitutionality. Like, is this constitutional? Is it not constitutional? That's the big question. So the Oklahoma Statewide Virtual Charter School Board voted three to two on Monday to approve the application for the St. Isidore of Seville Virtual Catholic Charter School. First of all, why are only five people needed to make a <laughs> I vote was like, this? That's a short little vote. Um, an online public school would be administered by the Archdiocese of Oklahoma City and the Diocese of Tulsa. And the Oklahoma governor applauded the decision, calling it a win for religious liberty and education freedom in our great state. That is actually a completely hypocr- hypocritical statement because why, if I'm in Oklahoma mm-hmm. and I do not practice Christianity, mm-hmm. do my tax dollars... Or Catholicism in this case. Which is a specific yeah. form of Christianity that, by the way, has a very, very long history of harming children... Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Uh, why do I have to fund this? Honestly, these Catholic schools should be funded mm-hmm. by themselves. Yeah. 
But you know they, what? they've been doing fine before. Well, they probably don't got the money now because they keep having to pay for all these cases. It's like yeah. really, really crazy. The yeah. amount of cases that they're having to pay for because there are so many civil suits. Mm-hmm. And instead of it being, uh, and it should actually be, you know, criminal lawsuits, mm-hmm. but civil suits that people are bringing against them for having been abused. But I say all that to say that this is constitutionally not sound. Mm-hmm. Th- this country is separation of church and state. It's supposed to be. That's what they said. But it's just, that's what it says. And so I don't understand how we are just so casually moving beyond this. But I do believe that it's really the fact that they don't want this constitution. As much as these people be claiming like, oh, the constitution, the constitution. I think what they're literally trying to do is push us to a point where there's a new constitution created and that that constitution is created by these Christian white nationalists. Well, because they didn't read the first constitution. Fair. They they couldn't have read it because literally... (laughs) Although it was it was made for a certain group of people, on paper at least, it says that everybody gets a fair shot. Yeah, at, at this American dream, American lifestyle, they're afforded protections, they're afforded freedoms, including Life, religion, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, and I think people don't really get that, like the idea that it's really odd to me. It's like when I think about stuff like this, I'm like, the tables always turn. Tables always turn in life. Yes, they do. And when the tables turn, you ain't gonna like it because if someone was to open a a publicly funded um, a Muslim, school. Muslim school, a school of, of Islam, it'll be it'll be issue. They oh my goodness! Which is why that's exactly what needs to happen, or a Buddhist school, or whatever. But whatever that's you what has to happen mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what we have to see happening. Like there has to be actual efforts that are made to show and demonstrate the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in Utah, you know, with this banning of the Bible. So we right. want to talk more about that when we get back, because I don't feel a lot of y'all really understand mm-hmm. what the whole reasoning behind banning the Bible was in Utah, mm-hmm. because a lot of y'all are saying things like, that's the problem. We been in a good book and that's why this country's so lost. N- no, well, that was lost before they, before they banned it. Very much so. So we're going to get into that, but, <laughs> But another word, but we're going to get into that. But uh, apparently this is also Governor Lee's plan for Tennessee. And so this whole thing in Tennessee where the kids had to take the standardized test and Mm -hmm. now everybody's being left back in third grade. Mm -hmm. That's all trying to undermine public schools and the efficacy of them to create a whole other situation. Get get me out of here. Really, though. (laughs) Really, though. When we get back, uh, we're going to talk about that book ban of the Bible. Jeremiah like the Bible. (laughs) Next, when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. So, Jeremiah, we were in the car coming from the airport. (laughs) We were. And you were just telling me that you just feel like people really don't get the whole reasoning mm-hmm. behind the Bible ban in Utah and in, right. in some of the districts in Utah. You guys don't know, in response to the book bans happening across the nation, um, a parent in Utah basically <laughs> convinced their suburban district to um, ban. ban. That's the word. I'm like, what can I find the word? I'm the like, way that escaped my brain. <laughs> ban the, um, the Bible due to vulgarity and violence, as well as possibly the Book of Mormon. If you don't know, Utah is full of Mormons. Yes, so it is. that's actually um, very pres- um, important. But the thing about it is, I think people are missing the point. Like, it's not about the Bible in this case. No. It's, 
it's to use the Bible as to point out hypocrisy. Yes. Because with a lot of these book bands, they aren't rooted in anything sound. They're like, oh, these books are... Well, they're literally using the Bible right. as a reasoning right. to ban the right. books. Right, right. <laughs> and using things for like, oh, it's vulgar. It's not good for children. It's violent. But, it's anti... Yeah. But you look at the Bible, you have things of sex. You have violence. You have Slippery. murder. Literally one of the kings, I think is David, killed a man and sleeps with his wife. Okay, baby. That's the whole thing in the Bible. I mean, God forgive him, but it's like... That's in there. Yes. He slept with somebody's wife and got him killed in battle. I don't think the kids must be reading that. Listen. If they can't read uh, <laughs> the story of Rosa Parks, I don't think they can read it. If they can't read Dear God, It's Me, Margaret mm-hmm, from Judy mm-hmm, Bloom, mm-hmm. I just, this is, so what I want people to understand though, is that banning the Bible in Utah mm-hmm. is not about saying we don't want there to be be taught to our children. Right, right. We don't want ethics and mm-hmm. principles taught to our children. What it's saying is, is that you're using mm-hmm. the Bible mm-hmm. as a reason to undermine these other really valuable texts mm-hmm. and not even acknowledging the fact that this text right here falls under the same right, criteria. Right. They put a U on you and now you like, wait, hold up. You <sighs> Reverse got Uno card. People don't like you put a U on them now. No, they don't. They don't like that. But I think it's really important that we point this out because I've really been hearing a lot of people like, see, that's the problem we can't we can't let this bible thing go because it's not having the bible in the school that's been making it so that the kids don't know what to do and there's so much crime i hate revisionist history so much well first of all the bible has caused a violent crime for centuries and centuries and centuries. So to assume that the presence of the Bible somewhere mm-hmm. means that everybody's going to get along and be in peace is right. absolutely ridiculous. But even like, even if we, we go back a few years in America and say we we have Bibles in schools, we still have Jim Crow segregation, we have churches, I mean, crosses being burned on lawns. Like, They're bombing yeah. churches. Right. So it's kind of like people feel like time we had like pure ethics i'm like where in american history did you read that part of the book because maybe i missed that part of class they're like everyone was holding hand in hand well i also feel like there's a thought process that you know if we just bring the it's going to bring church back it's going to bring community back in that way etc etc not realizing amanda the bible didn't go nowhere that's right now (laughs) you can you can on on your phone now it's literally everywhere it didn't go nowhere there's one right here in this hotel room in the drawer (laughs) because they still put them in every drawer so what are we talking about what we're talking about is hypocrisy. <laughs> and you know what we're actually talking about? Straw man arguments. Yes. And straw man arguments are arguments that are made that hold no weight. Mm. They're straw, right? They're mm. just kind of false effigies that are held up and propped up to have everybody go, oh, okay, let's look at this one, let's look at this one, mm. to distract people from the actual argument, right. which is really usually very solid and substantive. Mm. And the actual argument is that on a basic level, one, mm. religion in public schools, mm. Two, book bans solely related to uh, racism Mm -hmm. that are related to false uh, concepts of sexuality. Mm -hmm. These things are not about protecting children. No. Talk about Ellen and Shell, the number one killer killer of children and teens is guns. It ain't the books. They don't want children (laughs) to know that there are parents who are two people that are of the same sex because they don't even understand the fact that sex does not mean, again, sex. Like sex mm-hmm. means like your organs, yeah, not that. what you do while you're listening to Babyface. <laughs> not Babyface. <laughs> on <laughs> R&B After Dark, on the Quad Storm. So that being said, uh, I hope we broke down this Bible ban clearer for y'all. And I hope that y'all understand where we're coming from and understand that, you know what? You got your kids at home. You can read it. Some, you can read it some right now. Mm-hmm. They got devotionals. You can buy them devotionals. The Bible's everywhere, y'all. Ain't nobody stopped you. 
But I will tell you this. When we have a community that is solely placing all emphasis of learning Mm -hmm. on one book Mm -hmm. and not on like mind growth Mm -hmm. and expansiveness, we limit ourselves as a society Mm -hmm. in growing and advancing. We do. They don't want to grow. They don't want to advance. They're afraid. But don't be afraid, y'all, because listen, it it is that type of growth that got us so much further in so many ways. So we got to continue that. Curiosity did not kill the cat. (laughs) But curiosity has absolutely been the thing that has kept our culture and our people, literally humans, growing and going. That's it for Black Hero News. Uh, Coming up next, we're in D.C. shooting my comedy special. We're going to talk about it. Keep it locked right here to The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, this is The Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And when I say here, I mean we are here in Washington, D.C. Literally here. The nation's capital. I could probably like throw a rock out the window and it'll, it'll hop, skip, jump to Capitol Hill. Not really, but we did see <laughs> Kamala's motorcade today. Ooh, a motorcade. One thing about motorcade is just so, what's the word? Extra. Extra, but also <laughs> just for everybody else, it's a hassle. It's kind of like, Listen, especially in D.C. It'll make you really be like, I don't, that's not what I want to do. One time I was a at nuisance, this. that's the word. It's a nuisance. <laughs> I was at this concert called the Rock the Bells concert. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was the concert where I realized, oh, I don't want to be, like, I don't want to pursue music as like a career. Really? And it was because... There was a like foot motorcade, so to speak, because uh, someone was coming through backstage and they were like just moving everybody out the way. Like it was so disruptive. And it turned out to just be like Mary and Kendu, Swiss and Alicia and Jay and Beyonce like going to the stage. And it was like, I have to white people, clear the hall, clear yeah, the hall, Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you know, and I said to myself, I don't know if I would ever get that famous, but I don't want nobody being treated like that for me. It was like really, it was really bonkers. Not a foot motorcade. So now here we go. We saw the motorcade today and it was just like, damn, everybody's like on the road. Like, (sighs) but apparently it's Kamala's motorcade to go from the uh, Capitol building to home. Interesting. Okay, Kamala. No. Okay. (laughs) She's got to get home. And there was like at least eight police. It's like, like, I get it, but it'd be like, okay, this is a little bit excessive. It is. Maybe two cars. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, speaking of um, excessive, you know, I decided to come and come back to D.C. and shoot some stuff for my special because mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, give the people a little bit more. And so we are here. I got my homeboy, James Bland, directing. And uh, we've been doing some cool segments that I think y'all are going to really appreciate that will go in the midst of my independently produced special. We're going to announce when it's going to be released very shortly. Uh, But looking forward to sharing that with y'all. And just looking forward to like being back on the comedy stage. I know people listen here and they hear me say like your favorite comedian and common Mm -hmm. sense specialist. I know some of y'all are like, but when she be doing right. comedy? When she said a joke. I ain't never heard her say I be jokes. saying jokes. I be saying jokes. Not even get to see it. But yes. I mean, the people in D.C. have, they've been like, I love you. I love the specials. They know in D.C. D.C. <laughs> has always shown me like so much love, like especially in my comedy career. Like, this is where I sell out every single time. Like they come in droves and it's like, I, I knew I was black famous when I came to D.C. <laughs> 
DC is also unique too, especially like when you come in certain pockets, you get to see like everyone from around the, the, the country. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's uh, coming here to just see the nation's capital. Yeah. So you end up meeting people like, oh, you're from this place, you're from this yep. place, you're from this place. It's like, we're all here. We're all here. I met a cousin today. Oh, that, that blew my mind. I'm still blown by that. I'm still got to do a fact check. She was like, I know you. I said, you know me? She's like, yeah, I'm your cousin. You my cousin. Yeah, I'm almost featuring you on Facebook. And I'm like, did she start naming all our cousins? I'm like, oh my God. The only way you would know that is if you was my cousin. <laughs> That's great. But again, the, the, the nation's capital. Bringing everyone bringing together. Black folks together. <laughs> well, hopefully I will bring folks together with this new project. So look out for that. It's coming soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to just pat myself on the back because again, it is independently produced. That's and- important. You know, I really was like trying to do my special with another network like I did last last time with HBO and it just didn't really make sense. And a lot of them were saying, well, we have to wait till next year, et cetera. And so I always talk about like, don't let nobody's no stop you from creating your own. Yes. So I decided to listen to my own advice and create my own. Yes. And uh, hopefully y'all enjoy it. But we will let y'all know when it's going to drop very soon. Until then. Stay right here. We got to go to our phones next. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Holla back, holla back, back. Happy Wednesday, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. It's your boy Jeremy, like the Bible, but with Amanda Seals. Now, if you've missed anything so far in the show, you got to check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Everywhere you get your podcast, y'all. I'm not making that up. Plus, you can always call us. We love taking y'all calls on our topics. Maybe you need some advice or you just want to say what's up. Call us anytime, 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We actually have a caller on the line. Let's talk about Texas. Let's hear it. Hey, Amanda, I just wanted to respond on that Texas thing, how they're just trying to make Texas be what they want it to be regardless. I'd like to ask a question uh, to my family. I ask my mom all the time, how do we even get here? Who brought us to Texas? They don't want us here, and we don't want to be here under those circumstances. It's just that we've made Texas what it is. And so it's just ridiculous that we have to go through all this, we have to hear all this, along with everything going on in the world. And if we don't get that governor out of office, I mean, we call him Race X. If we don't get him out of there, and thanks for taking up these topics, these political topics, because a lot of us, do not get into politics uh, as African American culture, and we need to. In that way, we will be able to be proactive when they do things like this, instead of being reactive, trying to figure out how we got here and how we can get out of it. Let's stop them at the beginning. Have a great day, Amanda. Thank you so much. That was really a dope. Uh, you know, when I first. Um, started doing the Amanda Seals show and we started uh, getting on the air in Houston. Like mm-hmm. they were folks who were just like, oh, you know, why y'all always talking about politics, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but I, I love what this is to say because I really believe this. I really believe that as black folks, like we need to have politics and civics as a part of our culture. Yes, It really yes. needs to literally be like a way of life for us. Mm-hmm. And it is a matter of life and death at this point. Literally. If we do not do that. And so I really appreciate this supporting uh, what we're doing here, but also really speaking up about the fact that like, where did, where did Texas, how did Texas get like this? Because there are so many black people in Texas. I mean, Houston is a black city. Dallas is a black city. Like, and I feel like she's right. You know, black people have definitely like made Texas 
such a uh, cultural, cultural hotspot, hot yeah. you know. But I don't. I, I, I got to do some research. And if anybody has the answer, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. I mean, of course, we know that slavery took place as well in right. Texas when Juneteenth, migrated, of course, things like that. People migrate, but like, why migrate to Texas? Like a lot of people migrated from the South North, North right, right? Right. So hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two. Six three two eight. When we come back, we got politicians do the darn say the darndest things. Plus six second headlines. Your big up, let down. All that's coming up on the final hour right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world. Seals here. And uh, we got we got a little bit more time in we the did. show. We uh, we're gonna hit y'all with what? Politicians say the darnest things because they're always saying something dumb. Yes. Capital D U M B. Yes. <laughs> Plus we got some 60 second headlines in case you missed it. And you big up play down. All of that. It's coming at ya. All right. Remember, we have a new episode of Small Doses Podcast out today. Mm-hmm. Side effects of respect. Is so- that think I'll be on there? I, I wish the queen the queen I wish I could channel her I wish I was a medium and I could just bring her through uh, but I'm really excited about this episode we haven't done a solo in a while so I'm going to be sharing that with y'all you can check it out wherever you get your podcasts and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV when it premieres today 7pm Pacific 10pm nope 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right. Remember, we love to hear from you. You can call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-63. We love to hear from you, particularly when there's... Uh Responding to politics and things I learned this week. Yep. Uh, we haven't really been talking about like relationships like that this week. We haven't, but you know it's group chat Thursday tomorrow, so we always got some in the in the clip. In the chamber. You feel me? Well, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't go anywhere because it is the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Share My Like the Bible. And it is time for Politicians, Politicians Say the, the Darndest, darndest Things. Woo, so today, y'all, it's like Oklahoma's everywhere. Right. Today we have Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, who is 45-year-old Republican, and he had this to say. I'm going to read exactly what this book says. You guys might find it interesting. A long time ago, way before you were born, a group of white people made up an idea called race. They sorted people by skin color and said that white people were better, smarter, prettier, and they deserve more than everybody else. This would be taught if we socialize our pre-K system. This would be taught. Do you disagree with that findings in the book? A thousand percent. How about we teach Jesus loves me? How about about this? In teaching Jesus loves, loves the little children, the lyrics go red and yellow, black and white. They're all precious in our sight. Now, which one would you think would be better? I'll ask everybody on the panel, which is better to teach? This, that is a a story that was made up to teach our kids. Three-year-olds who have no idea what race is, now all of a sudden is being taught that white people said this as a truth. Someone pointed me that this being a truth, that white people developed race. First, it is important that we teach Jesus. 
And Jesus is what we teach. So which one is better? But the reality is. Do you think this is Could she answer the question, please? I don't want reality. I'm asking the question, which one is better? That is exactly, that's exactly what it is. Got it on tape. (laughs) Misspoke. Now, notice how at the end, they said, but that is what happened. Mm-hmm. That is the reality. That is what race is. And he said, I don't want reality. Oh. And they had deserved to say, I misspoke. That's the reality is that they don't want reality. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of white people don't know how they became considered white. Really? I guess they wouldn't. Know. I guess you have to read a book to know that. This literal children's book <laughs> makes it very plain. It makes it very plain. And he's right. like, no, I don't want to know that. Well, what? Yeah, that's literally how it happened. We live in the metaverse where it don't exist. Oh, well, in the metaverse, it does exist because <laughs> white people are just pretending to be black and making money off of it. So there's <laughs> that. That's fact, though. That's fact. I just think this is just another example of these people have the power to change the way you live your life. And they literally don't even know how to do basic things like know where they are about. Mm-hmm. He's talking about why isn't Jesus loves me? By the way, listen to the what he's saying about the Jesus loves me book. In the Jesus loves me book, he's referring to people as yellow or is racist. And Jesus would not even be doing that. At all. At all. Y'all, I'm just like, I can't even understand why this has gotten this far other than to just say it's our fault. Like there's a lot of us who really slept on the job mm-hmm. and they was not sleeping on the job. They was working overtime. They always work overtime. Yes. People always work overtime to get to get down the field. Yeah. Make the search down. Well, it's time for us to wake the F up. And uh, Oklahoma, this is the same place that just uh, okayed public funds for a Christian private school. Mm-hmm. Christian charter school. Yes. Which, by the way, charter is just another... Word for public school, really. No, for private school. What... Well, they're publicly funded charter schools. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's really a euphemism. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because it's actually operating. It's a private school. Yeah, these are themes they're that should be taught as a private school, but using public funds. Yes. Yeah. No, they're op- so they're a charter school. Uh huh. But that word charter is just a cover word for what they really are. In my mind, it's a private school. They're operating the way private schools should operate. If your private school wants to teach right, XYZ... Except they just use public funds to do so. But they should not be able to. Right, right, right. We're tired. We're going to talk to y'all when we get back. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got 60 second headlines. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. Jeremiah like the Bible and me, Amanda Seals. We are out of here. It's been a... Fun-filled day of terrible things um, to talk about. <laughs> but luckily, we have a group chat Thursday coming up tomorrow. Yes, thank God. Um, but in case you missed anything, we talked about the movement of white women calling for the governor in Colorado to ban all guns. Yep. All guns. All guns. Yes. And buy back some of those guns to a buyback program. Plus, the Hollywood actors, they're going on strike. Possibly. They've authorized it, so the contract went in. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Tick-tock. Plus, we had to talk about... A black mother of four who was killed, unfortunately, in Ocala, Florida, by a white woman who still has not been charged. Still has not been charged, arrested, and she shot this sister through a closed door. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. And she was inside the home. The sister was outside asking to speak to her after she assaulted her son. And this woman shot her through a closed door. And we all need to amplify this. 
And we all need to speak very loudly because this needs to not get brushed under the rug. If you go on my Instagram page, Amanda Seals, you will find the sheriff's phone number to call and demand an arrest be made. You will also find the email for the sheriff's secretary as well. You can also contact the DA as as well. Don't bother calling Ron DeSantis because he does not he care. Do not care. He do not care. Nope. Uh, but that's what's going on, man. So we talked about all those things and more. Also, I really want to make sure that y'all know that we really explained like what the Bible ban in, in Utah was really about mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of folks just really misunderstand what was going on there. And so we cleared it up for you. Now, that point. remember, if you miss any part of this show, you can go to wherever you get your podcast and check it out. So even though you missed that break, you don't have to completely miss it. You can just go and just check and listen and be like, oh, I'm caught up. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Keep them calls and comments coming in. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up on Thursday's show, we'll have another round of 60-second headlines. And it's going to be group chat Thursday. So we'll have group chats every hour. And our segment, most likely too, with Jeremiah Like the Bible. All that and more on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. All right, let's go. I want y'all to know that I am sitting across from Jeremiah and he will not look me in the eye. Like, I don't know if we're just so close to each other. Is so, that? I didn't even notice it. Maybe that's what it is. So, like, I'm, like, trying to talk to Jeremiah and, like, I'm literally, <laughs> like, looking at the top of his head. And I'm just like, why is this man putting me through this? Coming up Thursday, you can chime in on our group chats every hour. And we'll have another round of 60-second headlines and our segment, Most Likely to... With Jeremiah Like the Bible. All that's coming up on Thursday's Amanda Seal Show.